No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we begin in Psalm 142, where David prays for deliverance from his enemies and to be taught by God to do his will. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. David was a master at articulating when he was in trouble and an even greater master at knowing where to turn to for help. So many of his psalms are his heart cries to God. We look at two of them today. Psalm 142, a contemplation of David, a prayer when he was in the cave. This was written sometime during those years that David was a fugitive, running from King Saul and hiding in caves with his men. Some people go to the prayer closet. David was stuck in a cave, but used the opportunity to pray. Psalm 142, I cry out to the Lord with my voice, with my voice to the Lord, I make my supplication. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. When life is rough, what do you do? Who do you call? David's strength was that he called out to the Lord with his voice. That is, he called to him out loud. He said, I make my supplication. Now that means to present petitions. David asked God for specific things. That is the key to effective prayer. David's heart was in such distress that he poured out his complaint or lament to God. He was in anguish, but he knew that God would listen. God will always listen. And he gives the best counsel. In fact, he's the wonderful counselor. We should pour out our hearts to him because he cares for us. He said, I declare my trouble. Now, David did not just try to endure trouble on his own. He talked to God about the unfavorable circumstances he was going through. He sought God's instructions in how to deal with them. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then you knew my path. In the way in which I walk, they have secretly set a snare for me. Look on my right hand and see, for there is no one who acknowledges me. Refuge has failed me. No one cares for my soul. David was depressed. His spirit was overwhelmed and he didn't know what to do. At any moment, Saul could find and destroy them. How long could they continue to hide in caves? But it's interesting that he says, you knew my path as though it had already happened. But from God's eternal perspective, he sees it all as though it has already happened. That should bring us great comfort because God already sees how it's all going to end. He knows how he's going to direct us. He sees the point he's going to bring us to, and he's helping us to get there. He's giving us a good future as we trust in him and walk with him. He said they have secretly set a snare. That's David's complaint. His enemies had sought to trap him. Now, our primary enemy is Satan, and he's always seeking to entrap us. How we need God's help to overcome his strategies. He said, no one acknowledges or cares for me. Now, David was surrounded by his 600 men, but he still felt alone. 
for to whom could he turn to for help? Who really cared about his soul anyway? Leadership is lonely business. He said, my refuge has failed me. His normal places of refuge and friends and family had failed him. Even when he sought refuge among the Philistines, that didn't work out. And he had to pretend to be crazy to get away from them. Verse five, I cried out to you, O Lord. I said, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Attend to my cry for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround me for you shall deal bountifully with me. Now, our confidence in people must often fail so that we come to see that God alone is our refuge and portion, as David says here. He is our inheritance. He has all the resources we need to help us. He said, I am brought very low. He was desperate for God to hear his cry. And so he says, deliver me from my persecutors who are stronger than me. At times, we do feel weak before others. And that's okay, because God is our deliverer, and he is stronger than all. David said, bring my soul out of prison. He longed for the open country, but he was stuck in a cave, and he desired to be free again, that I may praise your name. Now, the beautiful thing about David is that even though he was going through all this hardship, he found a way to praise God. And he looked forward to the time when he would be able to praise God for deliverance. He said, the righteous shall surround me. While so many had deserted David, he knew that in the future, the righteous would surround him. Hadn't the Lord anointed and promised him to be king? So wouldn't he carry it out? And finally, he said, you shall deal bountifully with me. Now, we need to look past these troubled times that we are in to see that God is for us and not against us and that he is promising us a bountiful future in the Lord. We need to remember that because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Psalm 143, another Psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness, answer me. And in your righteousness, do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. This psalm begins very much like the previous one with David praying for God to hear his prayer. We must be assured that God is listening, or else what's the point of prayer? He said, in your faithfulness and righteousness, answer me. Now, because God is faithful and righteous, we can depend upon him to answer us when we have trusted in him and sought to do his will. He won't abandon us. Do not enter into judgment with your servant. David sought the Lord, but he knew he was not perfect and he didn't want God to enter into judgment with him. He wanted God to deal mercifully with him. For no one living is righteous. How true that is. The most spiritual people are the ones who know they fall short of God's righteousness. The Apostle Paul called himself the chief of sinners. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like those who have long been dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is distressed. So, 
At times, you know, we feel persecuted or beaten down by our enemy. People may be involved, but remember, our enemy is Satan. He attacks us because he hates Christ who is in us. But he also has plenty of servants who are ever willing to join in the fight. David said, he has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness. My spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is distressed. David is in a miserable condition. Now, the attacks David was undergoing seemed to effectively crush him. He was at his lowest point and felt overwhelmed and distressed. Have you ever felt like that? Verse 5, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. Selah. Pause and think about it. You know, many people say never look back, but there are times when it is wise to remember God's faithfulness in the past. And David said, I remember the days of old. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I meditate on all your works. You know, that's why we teach through the entire Bible, the whole counsel of God, all God's works throughout history, declare his glory and are profitable to help us live godly lives. He said, I muse on the work of your hands. David mused on or pondered the Lord's works. Not only what he did, but why he did it. Not only his works, but also his ways. He said, I spread out my hands. Now that is a sign of surrender to the Lord, but also David was making his hands available to God for his use. My soul longs for you in a thirsty land. David was well aware of what it was like to be out in the Dead Sea in the, in the Jordanian desert and in barren lands where there was no water and how you long for a drink. And he was saying, I am like that. I'm like the deer panting for the water brooks because I'm seeking you, Lord. My soul longs for you. Answer me speedily, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. You know, there's a time when we just come to the end of our patience and we're like, Lord, please answer speedily. I can't take this anymore. I need you to come through. That's where David was at. He was just kind of getting to the end of his rope. Do not hide your face from me. Now, if we know that we have the Lord's countenance, that he is smiling on us, then we can do almost anything. But if he hides his face from us and we wonder, have I displeased God? I mean, that's the sure slippery slope down to depression. So he said, don't hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk. For I lift up my soul to you. I, I love this. There's something about the morning hours where we just need to know God's favor, his kindness, his goodness to us. You know, to start the day off on the right foot. For in you do I trust, David said. So cause me to know the way I should walk. I mean, what a great prayer every morning. Lord, I want to know your loving kindness and I want to know the way that I should walk. So keep me from taking wrong steps or detours for I lift up my soul 
to you. Lord, you made this soul and I'm giving it back to you. So do with it what you will. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Teach me to do your will. For you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. So he took his shelter in the Lord. He looked to the Lord to deliver him. And I like this. Teach me to do your will. You know, we need to be taught to do God's will. We don't naturally do God's will. We do our own will. We follow our flesh, our heart, which often goes in the opposite direction as God. So we need to be taught by the Lord to do his will. He said, your spirit is good. And let your spirit lead me, you know, lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake, for your righteousness sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. So much in the Psalms about the need for revival. Revive me. Why? For your name's sake. David is saying, look, you're the one who called me to be king and get me out of this situation. Revive me because of your promises, Lord, for your name's sake and bring my soul out of trouble and in your mercy, cut off my enemies, all those who seek to afflict my soul. Why? Because I am your servant. I am seeking to do your will and I'm trusting you to bring to completion the good work that you have begun in me. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we look at Psalm 144, where David blesses the Lord for being his rock and prays that he would rescue him from foreign enemies. How happy are those whose God is the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.